Hi everybody and welcome to the latest episode of the Endless Cells podcast. Hope you're well who's watching along and going to catch up as well on the YouTube video. Great to have you along this early. Joined by William Ross. How are you both? Good mate. Very well mate. Looking forward to getting stuck into... I've not been on since Hogmanay, I don't think so. Getting you know? Looking forward to talking about Celtic again, aye? I'm buzzing for it. Jeez, a peeps, man. <laughs> 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 Nate, what I do? I <laughs> I watched that. It's not our broke, doesn't it? Aye, uh, yeah. I've seen it up, man. Oh, sorry, I watched that comedy. I really don't get what's funny. I, it must be a Scottish thing. And I, I don't uh, know if it's a Scottish thing. You wouldn't understand. It must be, I. No. But I was, I, I was like, uh, I, I didn't really get it. But to be fair, you find it funny, so it must be funny. Oh, well funny. Was it? Was it? Was this your um first weeks back after the Christmas holidays and all that? For me, it is. I. Me too. I. First, first week after, I think it was 16 or 17 days off, and what a fucking shock to the system that was. <laughs> I worked in between Christmas and New Year, but then I had right through for the, the derby game, and uh, all, I'd, all I've done is drink and eat. Uh, so, hi, <laughs> happy New Year. <laughs> I got back out happy on the running and Monday there, back into it. How was that? I was all right. I only done uh, five miles. i done just up the forest, and it was... It's alright. Nice easy pace, but I'm not as fit as I was when I was training for that marathon. I wasn't even fit then. <laughs> Plenty of boosters to hide in all that there, like easy pace, slow time. You, know I mean? you have to crack in somewhere. You have to crack in. But here before <coughs> before we move on to the Celtic stuff and I actually said to the guys off her, I know we go off a bit of a tangent when we're all all on the gallery, but it's fair crack. Can someone settle an argument for me in the chat? Is a tonics tea cake a biscuit? Or a cake. Neither. You say it's you say it's neither. I say it's a biscuit. Yeah. I like I like to see what the chat says. But <coughs> plus me It's <laughs> the, the Tunnox tea cake is that wee bit in between your buzz and your arsehole. <laughs> oh my god. Oh the Gucci goo. The Gucci goo. <laughs> Doesn't oh, he know Jesus. what it is? <laughs> There's Jaden, biscuit, 100%. Charged this cake. cake but had like massive nipples. What? What? What has happened? <laughs> what has happened there? A couple of tonics tea cakes. Do a three-point turn money. and get back on the straight road here, guys. <laughs> Please don't do a quiz. We might do one, don't worry. Just for a laugh for yourself. <laughs> Mark Nugent. Cake gets hard when stale. Biscuits get soft. When they get stale, what, what, what way do they go? I don't really know. The bills haven't looked that far, is it, Mark? But... Then he'll leave them lying long enough. <laughs> <laughs> half half, eh? In my case, it's, da- it's definitely a biscuit. But here, keep it going in the chat. We'll come to some sort of kind of final decision at the end of the podcast. We'll, we'll come back to it with a fancy poll. I can't do them polls. Only John can. Not that tech savvy. But we'll fire straight back to Celtic, Willie. And we, we were playing the morning. Obviously, last weekend we're playing them again in the cup here, but we'll kind of just take a wee brief, brief chat here about the game last week. How good is it to have Jarrod back and scoring goals? Ah, it's mega. It's it's actually been quite strange that he's not been in the starting lineup. I don't know what the reason behind that is. I know everybody's been excellent when they've came in. I don't think there's anybody that's uh, when they have came in had an average game. They've all they've all excelled. Um, I mean, yeah, coming up to that derby day, and it didn't really matter who you, who who the two wingers were you put in, you were going to be happy anyway. So, uh, but I mean, Jota on his days, the best player in the whole league. So, 
he's the best player in the league, so it's great to have him back and firing again. And um, he, he always looks hungry, so aye, fantastic him back. Yeah, it was one of them games as well, Ross. To be fair to Kilmarnock, they were quite, quite dogged, weren't they? Quite hit. Your man Alan Parr in that <laughs> midfield does my absolute boxing. He should be sent off every time he plays Celtic. He's just a dirty wee rap. I hate him. Alan and then Alan Parr, not Carr. Alan Parr. Not the, Parr. Not the, Parr. Not the chatty man. It's not the chatty man here, folks. Crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, 2 0. To be honest with you, probably a routine victory. Went 12 points clear at that time, obviously, until results kind of brought it back to nine. But all in all, I mean, Kyogo found a form again, scoring goals. Jada back in the team. It bodes well for this weekend. Aye, I mean, I think the guy, the guys touched on it on uh, Monday night. The first half, Celtic had all the ball. They controlled it, but they never really got a lot of penetration. But the second half, I think, like you said, Kilmarnock were dogged, certainly in the first half. But the second half, I think we said it in the group chat, we probably could have had five or six in that game. Aye, yeah. We've, Jack and Marcus hit the post, he's hit the bar. We've had another one, uh, James Forrest, Forrest hits the Aye. post. And then, I think it maybe him that hits the post again when Abada's coming in on it. And he, he misjudges it, he thinks it's going in, I think. And then he gets caught out and doesn't get the rebound off the post. So... We certainly made enough chances in the, the second half to win two games. Um, so it gives me confidence going into... It gives me confidence going into um, Saturday uh, because I, I think if we play... It's, it's hard to say, I think, but... There's no I think... If we play, well, I was going to say, I think if Kilmarnock, they will start off probably the same, but they'll tire again, and I think we'll probably start, once they tire, we'll start making chances like we did in the second half, and Mm. the likelihood is we'll take the chances this time, so I expect it to be a comfortable game, but we'll probably get into that later in the podcast. Oh, we've got plenty to get our teeth stuck into. Oh, William Saver's <laughs> subject coming up here. I've, I've Transfer rumours, Willie. Transfer rumours. But before I come on to it, <coughs> just a kind of final touch upon that game, obviously. 2-0 victory. It just breeds the momentum and confidence again. Like, And I know Derek McInnes, we all don't like him, let's be honest. We're not all big fans of him. But he did come out and say that's probably the best Celtic said he's faced in, in terms of his tenure as a manager in yeah, Scotland. And that's, that, that's big praise, isn't it? Coming Massive. from... You're right. playing Brendan Rodgers, you're playing Neil Lennon the first time, right. you're playing Ronnie and all. I, mean, I think he mentioned Rodgers when he was talking about it and says, yeah. that, like, I'm no, this isn't, it's no slight on them. And, but I mean, he's the second manager in the space of a matter of weeks because uh, uh, Johnson <coughs> at Hibs came out and said the same thing. Um, and I think both of them said, well, Lee Johnson said it's the, it's the best side he's played other than Man City, probably. And uh, McGuinness, I think, said it was the best side, not just the best Celtic side, like best side in general. So, it's big high praise. Taylor, I mean, I'll it as well. Sorry, well, Ash Taylor, I'll it as well. Eh? Right. And we've been, like, we've been ranting about how <laughs> we've been ranting about it because uh, we we all well, I, I'm trying to think back, but most on the pod are, are saying it's it's probably the best football they've seen at Celtic Park. Um, so like hearing the praise is it's, it's obviously it's obviously nice to hear. Uh, but I rampant again. Could have scored the barrel load more, and a clean sheet's massive as well. I think clean sheets are 
big, big yeah. uh, for us. So, uh, it was good to see that too. Starfelt and the Vickers, what is it, 38 games now they've played and haven't been beaten? That's in the league, so right. an incredible Easy. stat as a centre-half partnership. But again, it was just a wee brief recap of the Kilmarnock game. We'll move on to the transfer stuff. I mean, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter or Facebook. The wee Emmys floating to me in the Sky Sports <laughs> studio. Do I mean, as much as I wish it could be on Sky Sports, that's never going to happen <laughs> in the middle of the year. It's amazing how perfect your head fitted into that core. It was. Your, uh, there was no yeah. outline of your man. I can't even know got the yellow tie on the night. I'm not all about that life, I mean, but uh, Ross, we'll start with the, the outgoings. I know Willie was quite passionate in, in what he said today on Twitter in regards to Postacoglu, don't believe in all this stuff only when he tells you it's going to be coming, but I have my own opinion on that and I'll get back to you. Okay. Gigi, Jack and Marcus, I mean, we touched on, I mean, every morning at eight o'clock, there's a transfer rumor in our chat, usually started by me. But it looks like he's going somewhere. And I don't think we can all pretend and put our heads in the clouds and say some of these rumours aren't real. Postacolo is obviously going to protect the business and keep it in-house. He's not going to throw the player under the bus. And of course, he's going to say they're training well and looking forward to up-and-coming matches. But that will tell tomorrow when he starts the bench, probably, in in my opinion. We looked at it. It looked like he was going to the Ural Reds in Japan. Oh, Mitchelland, Sam Sampdoria, um, Besiktas put apparently put on a two point five million euro bid, which is absolutely absolutely disgusting. But what I don't like, and you had a different take, Willie. He, he keeps putting it on his Insta story, or he's poking fun at it, Ross, with wee egg timers, and he's he's quoting it and he's putting it up in pictures. To be fair, in my opinion, I'm getting a bit pissed off. If he wants out, just let him go. Like it's, it's starting to be a saga now, isn't it? Well, Willie sort of touched on it during the week and said that he, he was reading and it was sort of tongue-in-cheek, which I hadn't looked at it like that originally. But after him saying that, it could be. But even at that, it kind of doesn't sit well with me. It's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't really sit well with me. I, I just think, like you say, talking about Ange there, keeping it in-house sort of thing. I, I just don't think it's needed to to be doing that on Instagram. But again, Wally had said Celtic would go through him if if there was any truth to it, and he, he was making the if he was going away and he was making all these like posts or whatever it is, Celtic would be right into him. But it's like Ange was asked today about it, eh, and he's basically said. He's, he doesn't know anything. There's no, no been any concrete offers and stuff like that. And I said today, managers will always say bullshit, call it bullshit until it's no bullshit. But mm. there's no smoke without fire. Cliche as it is, I think there there has to be weight to it now because it's been growing too long. Yeah, everybody knows. I think I would say ninety nine percent of the Celtic support don't want it to go. They would prefer that. But if he if 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 he wants to go, Ange has always said it. Excuse me. If somebody doesn't want to be there, then they'll not be there. But the 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 offer that comes in needs to be right. And I don't know who you said there came in with two and a half million or something like that. That's scandalous. I know he isn't playing every week, but he was the top goal scorer in Holland, and then he was the top goal scorer. We had, I think he was joint maybe with Kyogo, but half a season 
in Scotland, mm-hmm. joint top goal scorer. What age is he? I'm not sure. Maybe 27? Aye. I mean, that's the prime of your career. If he's going to go, and I know it's weird. I, I said it last week. I find it very weird, the type of club that are coming in from. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. It's difficult. There's He obviously, if he is going, I think it has to be down to the fact that he wants more game time. And I totally understand it because every time he goes on to the park, he gives everything. And if he doesn't score, he certainly threatens the goal. I would prefer him not to go. And even if even if he ends up no going and it comes out that he's wanted to go, but then he ends up doesn't get in the move or the right amount of money isn't he offered for him and Celtic don't let him go. I still accept him back with open arms because I understand why he wants to go because he deserves more game time. Everybody said it, everybody knows it. And but it's just it's just shite for him in terms of the way we play because it only allows us to play that one striker and if Kyle goes fit and he's always going to go with him we all have our Franny said he preferred Jack and Marcus last week I totally get it I, I, I'm on the fence I like the both of them for different reasons but I certainly do think that he deserves more game time like say the other week at Ibrox I know we got a 2-2 draw and I know Kyogo scored in the game I would start Giacomacus for Celtic every single time at Ibrox. Every single time. Because he occupies the defenders and he gives them something else to think about. He gets us up the park. He holds the ball in. He's a different entity, if you like. And for games like that, and I know Kyogo's the preferred option and that's your biggest game of the season. But to me, we've said it before, we said it a million times last season, play the fixture. He deserves more game time. He's not getting it. If he goes, I understand it, but I really don't want it, Michael. Yeah, I totally agree. Michael Ross comes in, Willie, with, with a good point here. <coughs> and I, will, I will elaborate on it because I, I kind of agree with him. So the next striker coming in will take the huff as well because I see this as, as, as I said, obviously there's two stories, right? You've got the Anne's version, you'll get the GZ version and we're stuck in between. We'll never know, obviously, what's going on or be privy to in-house, obviously, talks. But the way, the way I look at this, Ross is banging the money. He deserves more game time. We've all said it. And I agree at Ibrox, I would have started Yakin Magus 100 times over because, as you said, Ross, he occupies the centre halves and he gives them something else to think about. And you kind of have that hold-up player to bring in the wingers and stuff. So I get what you're saying. But on the other edge of the coin, yeah, he deserves more game time. But why throw up a stink or try and get out of a club to like a Sampdoria or a Mitzelan rather than fight? Fight with Kyogo for that starting place. Is Kyogo, now this has been a topic that I've heard talked about loads of times, is Kyogo Ange's favourite? Is he undroppable? Or is it just the case that Giacomacchus is unsettled and currently looking away? That's why he hasn't started a match recently. Um, I, I don't know what's going on, but I mean, I'm saying that, but we don't know he's unsettled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no been any word with that. and he's, he's, there's no, but How do we know that he wants away? Like I said, you can take you can take these, and I do agree that he shouldn't be, he shouldn't be posting that the stuff on social media. And I can see, I was the same as Ross because he's seen it a certain way and I seen it a, a different way, and I didn't realise until Ross had said, and I was like, oh well, maybe. But in my mind, it was like a every time he's done it because he's done it with every single rumour, whether it was 
um, Urawa Reds, or uh, recently it was Sampdoria, he shared that on his in his timeline. For me, it's more of a poking fun, like I'd, here's another rumour, uh, here we go again, uh, type thing. Um, because I don't think you, like if people if a team like that was interested in you posting that like that's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, uh, like Ross said, I, I I think if if that was the case, the club would be going through him. He'd be getting fined. Um, all the rest of it. Uh, I I just don't think that's the case. All this, and I mean, there's other rumours that he, he was told like, he's on a five year contract. Remember, yeah. Um, all the other rumours saying that. Um, he was told after a year he's, his wage would increase and that's why he's taking a huff as well. If that is the case, then um, I wouldn't be I, I wouldn't be selling him because he's an unsettled player. I'm very passionate about the fact that like I, I'm I'm agreeing I'm in agreement that nobody's bigger in the club and all that stuff. And if he wants to go, then I can go, but at, at the at the right price. Remember, you signed this contract. This is a, like this is a contract. You're here for five years, so you either. Uh, thing of that contract, or you can't be taking a half hand in a transfer request and then you're going at a cut price. No, that's not how it works. You've signed the contract, so you need to live up to it, or you can leave, but at the right price. Um, <coughs> aye, that's true, Jed. Um, so again, this is what I hate. You know, you see, you mentioned it yourself. I, I hate all that because it's all rumors. All you see one day is there's a spot he wants at the club. We've never heard anything for the club or the player saying he wants it. But they're not going to tell you. They're not going to tell you. No, of course they're not. But you're, they're not going to, like, you're, you're, you're straight away there and that. Before you came to me, you're saying um, he's unsettled, he wants away, so I would get rid of him. But you don't know he's no, unsettled. No, I, I said it looks like he's unsettled. I mean, well, like, I'm giving you I'm giving you an option. Is, it, is that why he hasn't started again? Because possibly no, probably knows I don't, I don't, he wants away. I, 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 agree, I agree there's something going on, but I don't mind the fact that he's getting pissed off he's not getting game time. Not a problem with me. He, he, and he, I think we've all agreed he deserves more game time. Yeah. Um, I, you need to go about it and you need to work hard in training and you need to show that you're getting that spot. But I don't mind that he's fucking. If, if you like, players take the huff in that because they're not playing. That, like, that's fair enough. I didn't mind that because he wants to play. Um, but I mean, I, an agreement, there's something definitely going on because even when he's coming on, it's, it's, it's no. Half an hour he's getting minutes, fucking ten minutes, eight minutes. Doesn't feel like it's easy no more. Um, but I don't think. I think I think it's been blown out a wee bit. I don't think. <coughs> I think. I would. I would. I'll stick, I would stick my neck out and say I don't think he's actually going to go uh, in this window. Uh, and and right. I know you put you kind of put two and two together because there's rumours that Cho's coming and all right. Well, that means he's at the door. Well, then a day later, Cho's no coming now. So what does that mean well, for us? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I just think I think too much gets made of it. Um, I, I, I'll stick my neck out. I don't think he's gone. I do want to come to the comments here because obviously they're, they're getting involved and it's, it's great to see. Uh, Mark Nugent, we need different styles. The team will crumble at a Kyogo yeah. and at a Gigi. And others too, Gigi, not Kyogo. 100%. I like a third option. An injury and it's one, one out and out. Cost us a few times last season. They 100%. Um, Kyogo will be ahead of Cho. Maybe that's the problem. We're going to come on to Cho. Um, I'd be interested to see what his wage demands would be. Apparently, according to Kaiser, he's on 12k a week. So, to be honest, Ross, <clears throat> if someone goes to me, they're on 12, 12k a week, 28 years old, parkhead, you get on, obviously. This is what I was trying to say. It, like, is Kyogo undroppable? Is, is it just the fact that Ange has a favourite, even though he betrays he doesn't, Ross? 
and then it's like the second fiddle striker just has to deal with that. I think he undoubtedly has a favourite, and it's it's not be it's no slant on Jack Amakis. He just he's built up an affinity with um, Kyogo. Even when Jack Amakis was injured at the start of um, last season, he built up that affinity. Kyogo was doing the business for him. Then he got injured, and Jack Amakis comes in. He starts doing it, but. He has got a favourite, there's no doubt about it, because you've seen it this season when both are fit. It's always Kyogo's the go-to man. But, again, I say it's no slant on Jack Marcus because the way we play for most of the games, certainly, I would say maybe 65, 75% of the games, Kyogo will play because he's more suited. But there is games, like I've alluded to, the Rangers game, even games in Europe. I think right. you've you seen, I think you've seen the, was it the, the home game, I think, Giacomacca started? And it yeah. wasn't because he was preferred, it was because Kyogo was injured. But he showed in that game that for a game like that, he, he can be effective for us. Right. I think if he started playing that, this year, we might have, we might have built up more points. Aye, I totally agree. I, I totally think agree. That if he's not going to play both at the same time, I understand that Kyogo will start most of the games, and deservedly so because of the way we play. But I think that, excuse me, and again, it could be because of all these rumours, and he maybe does want away, that's why he's no starting. But I think he deserves to, because he, he does, he, he changes up your your left and right of the, the front three quite often. I think Giacomacus deserves that and it's difficult because it's a bit it's a wee bit like your keeper you're not going to chop and change your keeper all the time you're not going to chop and change your, your number nine all the time you're going to have your main man but I think at one point though Ross that Yakimakis' stats I know people the stats at uh, the moment are getting a bit of a, a hard rap they, they were actually better than Kyogo's at certain points uh, no, last no. season 100% I, I, I'm, I'm, my personal opinion is he should chop and change them a bit more, but then at the same time, thinking football-wise, he maybe doesn't want to chop and change his main guy. Through. I know he's no number nine, but he's essentially his number nine, Kyogo. Um, hmm. But for me, I think, it, I, I don't even think it's just for me. I think everybody would agree that he deserves more game time. I think, like I say, 65 75% of the games, you would expect Kyogo to start but maybe that twenty five percent more. He's not getting twenty five percent of the games. Yeah, like twenty five percent starts. If that makes sense, um, he's not getting that. He's getting maybe. He's lucky if he's getting ten percent at the minute, which is nowhere near enough for a guy's quality. And I understand he can come into the game with half an hour to go, and he has done. certainly the last game. I think maybe the game before that, but. Three or four games before that, he wasn't getting half an hour. And previously, right. in the, the first part of the season before the World Cup, he was getting that half hour, which is enough to make your mark on the game. But sometimes it's difficult to get up to the pace of the game and stuff like that. So he's feeling like like he's coming on and like trying too hard sometimes. And that sounds maybe a bit stupid to say because he is very effective still. He's no trying too hard and making himself ineffective. 
I don't know. I, I love the both of them. And you, you, look at, you look at them in the Champions League there, right? And everybody's questioning, are they going to be good enough for the Champions League? Because we didn't get the goals that we deserved. I don't know. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. Good point. Well, aye, 100%. That's why there's different games. You have to chop and change it and play the play the fixture, like I've already said, and we've said millions of times. But we could talk about this till we're blue in the face. Angie's going to pick Kyogo. He's his preferred option. For me, Jackamakis doesn't look like an Ange signing. He, there's no other player in that team as like Jackamakis. But mm-hmm. for me, that's a good thing mm-hmm. because it's a different entity that you need. But is he an out-and-out Ange signing? Probably not, and that's why he's not getting as much game time as he probably deserves. Alistair nailed I it, think. by the way. Alistair nailed it. If you sat Ange in front of us now and says, oh, he's talking about Kyogo's goal, he's banging him in. If you sat Ange now, Ange would be going, why would I drop Kyogo? He's scoring a goal a game, mm-hmm. pretty much. We're clamouring for a to get more game time and Kyogo's scoring goals for fun. Oh, no. You, you forget that. He's bang on. He's bang on. <coughs> I've never a, seen that. Ta- uh, you said he's banging him in, but my thought was like, <coughs> why, if, if you ask Big Ange a question, that's what, he's scoring a goal a game. Why would I drop my striker that's scoring a goal a game? Everybody's clamoring for Ange to get. You know, you know what yeah, I mean? I know. <laughs> but there, there has oh. been times where Kyogo yeah, hasn't right. been a top form and still has not been moved from the number one striker spot. And I think it's yeah. quite. It's but quite then you understand. Thing. Sorry, on you go. It's it's quite a thing that you said that uh, Gigi is an out and out number nine, which he is hundred and ten percent. Most of Postacoglu's signings could play a Ferrari of positions. Maybe that's what he doesn't like. The player profile himself can't fit in another position or he can't do another job. But again, I come back to what you said. Having another outlet that to, to bring on or start in, in a game that you you might find difficult against physical players is great. And Gigi's the guy who can come in and be that physical presence. And it took him a while to get going, but see, once he, he got injured and he had to take that responsibility on that season, it was bang, 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 goal after goal after goal, one-touch finishes this season. The, the Europe thing really pissed me off because, well, you're 100% agree with you as well. I think we would have got more points if he had to start it in, in the European campaign. There were so many missed opportunities, Kyogo fluffing his lines or... Players not taking was, the chances. You think about a, a batter as well. Do you know what I mean? Oh, one hundred percent. But I mean, if you played him, I was most of it. Well, five of the games, for example, he's getting about three goals. I'd say easy. I, I, think just, I think it's just because he's a more natural finisher. Mm-hmm. He needs two yeah. chances and puts one away. And Kyogo might sometimes need four or five. And in the league, that's all mm-hmm. right. But in Europe, for me, it's like obviously it's no. We've, we've, we had three or four glorious chances in the game, and we don't put them away. Um, for me, Gigi's a more natural finisher, and like listen, it's what like it's all conjecture. <laughs> we don't know if he's playing. We don't know, but we're just we're all surmising here. But I just think he's a better finisher. I mean that the the Rangers game, Kyogo was posting missing the whole game. I'm screaming for yeah, he was the whole game. Gigi to get on, but then he pops up and gets the goal. So mm. if you ask Andrew at the end of the game, he'll say, "Well, that's why I want him on the pitch. He can be shite all game, but." That's what he does. Um, Egyptian so... King, that's a great point. He scored in Europe and was dropped straight after. Kyogo was definitely... Yeah, yeah I think we've all came to that. Aye. 100%. Yeah, he's definitely the favourite, what's, what's an acceptable fee, Willie, then, for, for Gigi? 
I don't know. He's, only, he's got four years left in his contract. I wouldn't be taking any less than... You need See, to be realistic, right? You can't be going... You can't be flaunting the fucking 17 millions about that because that's just not going to happen. No, he's not. But, no. but I wouldn't be taking any less than 8 million for him. Mm. See, it's difficult to, to ask for... I would agree with Willie there. It's difficult to ask for any more than that. I think he's worth more than that. But because he's no playing... Yeah, it depreciates, it depreciates his value. It depreciates yeah. his value, absolutely. Which, I don't know. If he was playing every week, you'd be looking at 15, but probably 8. I mean, top. If he was, that's, if he, that's top. You know what I mean? If he was playing for a Brentford or something, oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and a fucking Aye. Spurs came in for him, he'd be gone for stupid money. Because Aye, it's, yeah. it's, the hardest, it's the hardest job in football putting the ball at the back in it, and he does it yeah. well. I'll tell you now, if he he could go to any any team in the English Premier League, I would say if he, in the bottom half, he could go to any of them and score goals for them. Aye. Southampton would do well like, to get him. Southampton, Everton, West Ham, even up, maybe no West Ham, because they've got a uh, Hingway, what do you call him, Antonio. But he's no firing on all cylinders now. But he would go to any anybody in that bottom half of that English Premier League, fit into the team, in my opinion, and score goals. Because it's, it's what yeah. he does. See this whole yeah. rift stuff, I know. It's, and it's just rumours, just for me. He hates it. Well, he hates all these rumours. Ah. I, I honestly think in trouble, if he's banging on the door and saying, I want me a game time, I've got every right. I reckon Andrew's going, yeah, you're right. But the other boy's scoring a goal again. Mm-hmm. What you want yeah. me to do? Right, 100%. Work, work I mean, and if he starts a different form, then you'll get your chance. You're getting 20 minutes. See, that's the issue. That's, that's what I was saying to you, Willie, right? <clears throat> like, Gigi has proved what he can do, right? Is like This is what I'm thinking. In training, has he, like, not down tools to a certain extent, but has he not shown what he can do? Because there is, like, the Rangers game, prime example, I'll go back to what Ross said. I mean, he's played him the majority of the games anyway against them. Kyogo obviously was injured in a couple of them, but. He come on, he was effective, he'd done a job. But he every got time we played against him. Every minutes. time we every time we've played Rangers, correct me if I'm wrong. But if I remember right, every time we've played Rangers, we've pumped them. <laughs> Don't fucking he, start that. Kyogo started right. and he went off injured in the first minute. Agreed with Jed GJ there, came on, we beat them four nothing. Jack Amakis started last February at Parkhead and we beat them three nothing. Yep. Yep. I don't remember if he started any other games in between that period and they were all more tight games. Yep. That's not a coincidence for me. Yep. No. It's not a hundred percent with you on that one. And it's just, it's it's a sorry state of affairs because we all kind of have a cult kind of status with Gigi, don't we? We all love him and when he plays or that he get he gives us all and he's he's firing all cylinders. He's a he's a great striker to watch. But I do want to come back to the comments here just a wee bit. See when you're saying that, Bill. How, see how you're going <laughs> on about how he's, he's down in tools. Why? Mm-hmm. What if it's just a wee a, a dent in confidence? I'm not getting the game time. Kyogo's going for fun. This is shit. Uh, well, he has to put lost, his big just, boy pants I, on. Get right, back exactly, to training. Maybe he's just lost uh, a bit of confidence. Get into the team. I, but you're saying but on these the... new tools. I'm just taking it from another angle. Maybe he's just lost a bit of confidence because you're right. Although I seen a massive difference the other night when he came on. Yeah, I agree. Fucking, I thought he was fighting for right. everything. But what we have to not forget and I know this this debate is the fact that as much as we love Jack and Marcus, we all love Kyogo as well. 
Yeah. Because he's a tremendous player, and like Willie says, he's still he's scoring a goal a game, and he's doing the business for us now. You can't grumble at it. That's We're very great, lucky to be having this conversation. Because, it's a great point because everybody, there's loads of clamour, and everybody says, I reckon, like, I mean, Jed said in it, and I mean, Afrani said last week, and Jed said if you put a poll, I reckon the majority would say they prefer Gigi. But that's not Over a Kyogo. slant. Aye, that's not a slant. It sounds like everybody's hating on Kyogo. <laughs> no, no it's far from it. Game. It's far from it. I mean, Sean the Mac comes in, his big hands got an issue with Gigi. That's what we're, we're, we're trying to determine on the panel of experts so we have on tonight. But oh, uh, for experts. you look at it. <laughs> Is it Lawwell cutting the wage bill? Do you know what I mean? Easy nah. solution by Jed Thomas playing both up top. Gary Melrose, JJ down twos. We're going to come on to him next. Uh, Gigi hasn't. He looks like he's playing for a new deal or a move. And then Michael Ross, hit the like button. Yeah, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. We appreciate all the support. You know what I mean? Get, get in about it. We're just a bunch of regular guys talking shit and having a laugh We're, and, and drinking occasionally, which is great fun. <laughs> but to be I, fair... I more than occasionally. Yeah. And Michael Ross, have you seen the photo of me in the Sky Sports studio? You know what I'm talking about. But uh, I would take five for him. If, if a club came in and said five nah. million up front, no installments, I'd take it. I'd take it. 100%. Without having a... Well, they probably will have a contingency plan in place. But we're going to come on Whether, to that, Ross. I'm uh, glad you said it. I'm glad you said it. Seamless we'll move wink. on to... Wink. Seamless <laughs> wink. Well, that's what I said. That, that's, that's, that, that's, he's up there. Like, he's up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then Paul McFarlane. This talking shit is endless. Yeah. Good <laughs> pun on the names. Love it. Yeah, love it. But um, we'll move on to Juranovic, Gigi and JJ. What a kind of <laughs> filler names. Juranovic, Ross. Uh, it's, it, to be honest... This whole this has pissed me off more than Gigi to, to be fair because I think we're not blind. We know your Alavids can't wait to leave for some magical reason, and it seems like now he's holding out for a move to the EPL. Manchester United, the latest club according to Anthony, has been linked with him. Now I said this in the chat. I mean, I'll say it here. I'll see if it catches any fire. But uh, United are welcome to our second choice right back. I mean, that's fair enough. They want to come for our people who sit in the pants. They can take him, but. You're Alavids again. It's another one, Ross, isn't it? A great player. We know what he can produce in a, in a Celtic top. He's been excellent at the, the inverted fullback role ever since he came in. But more so than Gigi, it's a trend in Alavids' career so far. Two years at a club, and he's looking for that next move. Is this just a case of him cashing in his opportunity at the World Cup? Well, possibly, but I mean, the, it's probably the last, certainly the last window. I would say the last January window as well, he's been linked away every time. And it's probably rumours, but again, I'll say it, there's no smoke without fire. He looks to be going away. Celtic wouldn't have brought in Alistair Johnson if Juranovic mm-hmm. wasn't going. He's 100% going. I think he's performed really well for us. I don't think he's performed as well this season. I don't think it's because his head wasn't in it. I just don't think he's performed as well. And I know he, he played quite well in the World I think folk are getting a bit excited. He played quite well in the World Cup. He had a really good game against Brazil. But out yeah, with well, that... Well, that's fair. That's fair. That's aye. Fair. But out with that, I don't think he was absolutely outstanding. But he's surrounded by very good players and a very good team, which yep. helps as well. Different system. You look Different better. system. 
And by the way, I'm, I'm not. It sounds like I'm trying. I as I. It sounds like I'm trying to bring him down here. I'm not at all because I think he's been an excellent performer for Celtic. And when he first came in, the first few games, I honestly thought he could have went to anywhere, any team he wanted. Just about having spent maybe three years with us, but it's no sort of transpired like that because his form has it has dwindled if you like um, and now that Alistair Johnson's in and the way he's performed so far mm-hmm. I would say he's right up there with uh, Juranovic I mean it's it's hard to really it's maybe harsh on Juranovic because we've only seen him playing two games but in the two games I fully believe that Alistair Johnson can come in and replace Juranovic and it you'll no notice a difference. You haven't noticed a difference anyway. And again, it's helped with he's coming into a really tight unit. That... Real point. No, he definitely hasn't. But that Alistair Johnson has got more dig about him. They've got different attributes, different styles to an extent. Alistair Johnson, you need to give him time to get up to speed with the sort of playing that inverted full-back role, I don't think, going forward, he looks as assured as uh, Juranovic has done. But certainly defensively, he looks a better defender than Juranovic. Juranovic gets caught out of position sometimes. I think people were harsh on him for the penalty kick at Ibrox. Other people will blame him. I know know you did, Stephen, which is fine. But... um, I no, wasn't he? Wasn't he having a go? Is it? It's all about thanks opinions, for, isn't thanks it? For but, thanks. <laughs> no, no, it's all. I don't mean that. But it's all about opinions. But uh, certainly, Alistair Johnson looks a better defender, and mm-hmm. the guy is supremely confident. He's sure. He's cocksure of himself, but no arrogant way. And he sort of pays to the fact that Ange signs the man as well as the the player. Uh, but I, if Juranovic goes, I won't be absolutely gutted. But it's more because of the player we've got in. If Juranovic left and we hadn't signed Alistair Johnson, I'd be worried. Even though he's not performed as well this season. But Alistair Johnson's in the door. And Celtic are doing things different now. I think we can all see yeah. that. Because there's no way... Celtic have sold Juranovic. Neighbour take whatever money it is. Obviously, we try and get the right money, but they would sell them. We nay thought about who we're bringing in, and then at the end of the January window, they bring in John Joe Kenny. Oh, it's all right, we've got this boy in. That's what they used to do, but I'm just not having yeah. that. Yeah. And this is what I like about this new Celtic, if you like. <laughs> Say new Celtic, but you know what I mean. Um, well. And again, like, it'll be the same, going back to Jack Amakis, if he does go, with nobody in right now, but you can bet your boots that Celtic will sign somebody if he goes before that window closes, because it's just the way we work now, law or no. Yeah, yeah. I think as well, like the fact we have it's Willie. I mean, to be fair, he hasn't been at it all season before the World Cup as well, and he's, no, he he came into the the Rangers game as a sub and does look like he didn't really care. I don't know if it's him kind of trying not to be injured. Players obviously different mindsets and that, but. I'm not doubting that he's been a fantastic player for us, right? He, <coughs> he falls under that category. While he was here, he was great. He's never going to be a legend or an icon. But you say rumours and you hate them. I think it's more obvious that Ranovic does want away. 
and yeah. we've signed Alzer Johnson as his direct replacement. And another thing about Johnson, by the way, you look at him, he's, he's he looks like a tank, let's be honest, but he can play in the middle of that pitch, no bother at all. He was he was going on the left-hand side and he was popping up everywhere in the striker positions, coming into the box. And it was just great to see him getting into that system, the lands of those. But Juranovic, Willie, I mean, this whole release clause as well has been talked about. For me, I'm starting to believe it even more because of the, the rumours being floated around about 8 million quid or 7 million quid, whatever. It's just time that, for just for his sake and for Celtic's sake, don't be dragging it on. Find a suitor and just let him go. <laughs> Aye, but again, it needs to be the right price. I'm not having that. You've signed a five-year deal. You're not going for pittance. That's it. Um, and see There's a release clause. See, if that's true, that's fucking absolute nonsense. I can't believe that would be the case. Ange talks about how he wants to get people in the door that are committed to the cause. How the hell is putting a release clause in your contract committed to the cause? That's just absolute nonsense. And if it is true... And that's the money we're talking about. That's, again, absolute crazy, crazy, crazy negotiations to give him a contract with that little release clause. Maybe he asked um, for a release clause. Maybe he's burnt a bit of a nugget and she can't say it anywhere, so he wanted that just in case he needed to bail out. But see, for me, this is why I don't, I don't understand if it is the case. Again, I hate rumours. No if it is the case, and, and, and for me, if I'm Ange, or, or, or Ange is a person I believe he is, if that player's coming in and he's like, I want a release cause, I'm re- for me, Angie's going, well, listen, if you don't want to be here, then he says it all the time. Then I'll, you go, I'll find somebody else. Um, That's why I don't believe this release cause nonsense. I do hear what you're saying. I hate rumours. But the difference between him and Gigi is um, we've got somebody in, so it does look like he's away. Um, Just to touch on Alistair <coughs> Johnson, he, he, like everybody's banging on, he, he looks a real player. Like you said, the other night he was popping up on, on the left-hand side, left wing and everything. He's buying into this inverted wing back, and he looks like he could just run for days. Looks like he he could play 180 minutes and no break sweat. Right. And and I love the fact. Um, again, I agree with I agree with I I know, but if he's shut up, Andy. <laughs> if he's uh, <laughs> that's one of my best pals, by the way. So it's all right for me mm-hmm. to say that. Oh. Um, if um <laughs> if, if he knows that contract's there, then surely he should be saying. <clears throat> Wait a minute here, I want somebody committed to the cause and that's it. I, I just I just can't understand it. He shouldn't be going for that money for me. I agree with Ross. I don't think like uh, when I was watching the World Cup, I didn't think he was setting the world alight. It seems like the media and everybody else is clamoring and going nuts over his performances. <coughs> yes, against Brazil he was brilliant. Um that's true as well. He was electric last year. So I reckon and 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 all the all the stuff in the summer, but it was Chelsea and the rest of that. Chelsea are forking out fucking nearly a million a game for Joe Felix to come in and loan. You think they're not going to yeah. punt seven million to get a backup right back? Of course they are. There's no way that's a cause. I'm not having that. Uh, uh, I won't. And uh, he's, yeah. if it is a cause, it's nonsense. See the likes of Callum Patterson going for 16 million and that, and then this guy's, everybody's ranting and raving about the World Cup. I agree with Ross. I thought he, did, he had a good World Cup, but it wasn't like he's the next big thing to come out of Croatia. Um, uh, so if that's the case and he's got a third place medal then he should be going for far more than like a Callum Patterson who's a prospect for Rangers I think I think Callum Patterson Nathan Patterson sorry Nathan Patterson's going to Hearts I think Patterson's a, a top quality player I, I don't know how he's not getting 16 million though 
we're not talking about Nathan Patterson. No, no. By the way, we're packing that in. We're packing that in right now. If he's got a seven million pound clause, it's the worst clause since Tim. Yes. Aye. <laughs> well, here's one for you. Here's one for you, Willie. Obviously, right. you're 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 against this clause. Whose fault would that be then? Uh, whoever's is that Nicholson? Whoever else? Whoever deals Nicholson with Nicholson and Chris But I don't believe. I believe that Andrew would be in constant contact about these sort of things. And I think if he yeah. hears about that, that that's an inkling that we're a stepping stone, and he's like, nah. I'm not having that. I want come. He's always talking about mm-hmm. the person and committed to cause. If you don't want to be at Celtic, there's the door, right. and that's it. You want to be here, so I just, I just can't fathom that that would be the case. I'd be amazed now, as well. I agree. Now in the summer, I think his head's been turned in the summer by all the, the, the new, the, the rumours, because there was the likes of Chelsea and all that rumoured. Now we're talking about Monza for seven million. Why the fuck? If you're third place in the, in the World Cup, you're playing for one of the biggest clubs in the world. Would you decide you want to go away and fight relegation in Italy with Monza? Yeah. Well, I mean, their, their owner's a bit of a character, isn't he? With Berlusconi or something. I, do, uh, I want to come back to the, the comments here. Gary Melrose, <coughs> he does bass or did everything in the Champions League seem to come down JJ's side when everyone was worried about Greg Taylor? It was JJ who was the weak link. I do see where you're coming from, but again, I think that's an element of thinking that because he wants out the door. Andy the boy, Anz doesn't negotiate the contracts, though. <laughs> uh, Monty, <laughs> all right, all right, mate. All right. Monty, William, did you just say little release clause? I mean, if Ross said it, I wouldn't have been surprised. David Ferguson, even if folks, if Vans could bring in a better right back that's head and shoulders above a World Cup semi finalist, then can we stop panicking about yes. the striker situation? Oh, that's and the difference just... in that. Sorry, just to jump in, that's the difference. That's why I don't think Gigi's going anywhere because there's nobody in the door. Ange would, Ange will never let him leave until there's a replacement in there. And that's another thing. David Ferguson's bang on here. He only cost 2.5, so 7 million. Still a markup on what he was uh, at. Aye, but it's not enough. Still, it's shite. It's not enough. But then you look at it. If they maybe put that because they've signed him for two and a half million, <coughs> I can't. I, I really can't fathom why they would put a release clause in. But if it That's was, true. were they thinking two and a half million we've signed him for? If we get seven million from. I really don't think Celtic would do that because they try and get top dollar for their players in terms of what you can get in Scotland and they must have known that he had real potential being a, the, the Croatia right back for one yeah. I don't know we're, we're just we're guessing and it makes for good conversation but we didn't really know and it'll all come to the, the fore at some point and we'll all go yeah. oh aye you were talking Pasha I was right you were. But, but, <laughs> mind if I've known it's cause He's still got four years or three and a half years left oh, in his man. deal. So you'll be able to tell, listen, you'll be, you can go. I'm quite happy for you to go. But you'll be gone. You'll not be gone for pittance. You'll be gone for what we decide you go for. And that's it. In this player power, I'm going to down tools and I'm not going to play. No. You signed the contract. You stay loyal to that. And that's it. I don't think he has down tools, though. Oh, I think he had a joking. bad game against Rangers, but I don't think he's down tools. You I think if he played, played, he played the more, I bet if he, he'll not play the more, right? But I bet if he played the more, he would have a good game. No, he would do the job. No, no. the fact might. that he has, if he's well, he said four years left in his day. That's pretty much the war of the bench. If he doesn't buck up his ideas and wise the fuck up. And stop being a wee girl looking at a Celtic, <laughs> trying to go to a club like Monza, who's 15th in Serie A for a couple of extra grand a week. Get your fucking face out of the clouds and really realise what you got. I hate players when they do this shit. Man, you know, 
I will well, never to man, move you, to a, man, a warmer climate. Man, you Chelsea fucking Barcelona pipe dreams and other men just pissed off him. He's really doing my fucking boxing. <laughs> and see this whole, see, see this whole oh, this release clause shit. It's, it's, for me, it's 100% true because the fees have came way down from 15 million quid to 7 million and a fucking loan deal for the summer for an obligation to buy from Monza and that was apparently close to being accepted. Absolute shambles if it's true. I agree with you, Willie. I 100% agree with you. But the only thing I can think of is this Moneyball thing that Postacoglu talked about is being ruthless, aggressive in the transfer window. Take what you can, Reinvest. Take what you can. Reinvest. Take what you can. And but the, the only issue with that is, I mean, we see Brentford. They came from League One to the Premiership by doing it really, really fucking well. The only issue with that is we need to keep getting better and better players in. And that concerns me that I don't think Willie that the board would part with going up to six, seven, eight, nine million quid because Postecoglou stayed in around that two to four million pound mark for his players. Maybe Bar Jada and Carter Fickers, but we all seen the value they can add to the team. That for me is the concerning part of that. If if you yeah, kind of get what I mean, for me you're not getting you're not getting many right backs for for the money that he, if if he's going for seven million, you're not getting many right backs as good as him for seven million. No, hundred percent. One and Alistair Johnson for three and a half yeah. right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just to, just I know we're touching. Just to did you just did you just really did you just really fucking come back at me there? What? <laughs> no, yeah. uh, I can't. I'm not having your release clause argument. I I, I I I think if there was, if it was that low. He had such a good season last season, he would have been away in the summer. Yeah, I see. Michael Ross has said this a few times. Uh, Kasper Tenskastad, I think he's he gone. came... Tenstead. Yeah, he's... Tenstead, whatever. He's away Tenstead. to Benfica. He once spoke <laughs> about... Nine million or something, Ross? I thought it was uh, Nine million quid from uh, hey, Rosenberg, I think it was. But we're, there's no way we're paying that. But we'll, we'll move on from uh, JJ and Gigi to Chu Gu Sung, who looks like Ross... It looks like we've kind of fell out of that race. <laughs> doesn't look like Ross. He's... No, he doesn't look like Ross. He doesn't, doesn't look like the like middle shed. <laughs> I've had a shocker here the last five minutes, boys. I feel like on the road here. What's going on? Not at all. Carry on, kid. But Cho, it seems to be again that we've... I don't know, is it, have we low-balled the figure? We know Mines. That's, that seems to be his preferred option in Germany, but they've come in with a lower offer. He's expected to stay until the summer, under Park G. Sung's advice, who's a director of football at that club. And again, if GZ leaves, we've missed out in Cho, one striker in Kyogo, for me that's a bit of bad future planning there, on behalf of whoever is the board, or even Postacoglu himself. How's, how's it bad future planning? Well, I mean... Well, you asked me a question. <laughs> I don't see how it's bad future planning. We've no sold GG yet, right? That's a rumor. He's gone. Right? That's your opinion. No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm on the fence. I don't know, right? But he's no sold yet. We've been rumoured to go for this Korean guy. I'm not going to attempt to say his name when they disrespect him like that, like you did. But <laughs> um, That's how you say I, his name, Chul Chul yeah. Sung. Right, okay. Um if we've if we've made that's a rumor, but if we've made a bid and it's not been accepted, like how is that bad future? We've made a bid. We've we've tried to get a guy who we possibly want, and to replace a guy that's possibly going. I don't know how that's bad future planning. 
Well, I mean, it's the way I'm looking at this is right. That these aren't massive bids, Ross. Right? Let's be frank about this. It's three million euro plus a fifty percent sell-on clause, right? What do you want? Minnesota, what, Minnesota, what you want Minnesota, Minnesota, and the MLS have outbid us five million main, euro with a thirty percent sell-on clause, though. right? But this main is the point. But yeah. oh my! If you really want someone, you push the boat out. If two. Does a feed wanted by the other teams when he feeds wanted by mines? I, I find that really mad. Paul McFarland did say he had a friend there, which kind of makes sense if he wants to settle in the new culture. But there's yeah, you're meant to have multiple options. Do you know what I mean? That, that Stephen Fletcher, John McGinn, it's happened before. It's just Celtic lowballing oh, yeah, them. It's, it's lowballing. How, do, it's how low do you know? Ball. How do you know they've not got other options? They've made a bid there. What? They've made a bid that they they might they might have lowballed. We don't know, but. At the moment, all I can say is, um, that's that's what Celtic feel that he's worth. They've made that bid. No one right? said that, John. Relax. The comments of the, <laughs> they've made that bid. That's what they think he's worth. But it's difficult to really put an argument across on this either way because. At the minute, we still have Giacomacus. Ange has scuppered the rumours that we are interested in that guy. Like, we've apparently made it... It came in Sky Sports, I don't know if it was last weekend or during the week, that they had made a bid. Excuse me. Ange has scuppered it. So, I really don't know. But it's difficult It's difficult to have a, a proper opinion on it because... There's nothing concrete. There's nothing concrete. And Ange is scuppered it at the minute. So we have to just go with him because he's if he came in the door, he's not lied to us. And I trust what him if, implicitly. So what I, if what if what Ange is looking for right now is a third choice striker? Because Kyle is his main man, GG's up there with him. This guy's not going to be playing week in, week out. Why are we going to pay five mm-hmm. million for somebody that's going to come in and not even get on the bench? <clears throat> There's always someone better, really. But this, this, this is the this oh, is obviously the thing. not because if he was better, they'd be, they'd be putting up the money. And 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 the triggers are the in the world, man. What is true? I'm not saying he is, but what, well, what, what I'm saying, saying is about that... spending the money on him. That's what I'm saying. You're saying why are we not paying the money? And also, you said about this money ball thing. You're not going to make much of a profit if you're spending five, six million on players because we've just said we're not getting nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen million for but players. That's how it so if you it's buy five million, nah. If we sign somebody. Or five million, we're not going to make a massive profit in that. We've signed Juranovic oh. for two and a half, and apparently we're going we're going to sell him for next to no profit. But there's there, there's different there, there's different ways of looking at. Chill's younger than Juranovic for one, so better high high ceiling in terms of transfer value to get back for him. If we buy him for five million, whatever it is, euro or dollars, whatever they operate in, then there is a potential way to get get a higher if he plays well. That kind of obviously fees don't guarantee everything, right? But my biggest issue is with this, and it, yeah, it's hypothetical. But th- let's talk about it. It's us free. We're having a few drinks, we're having a laugh, having a bit of a, a bit of a chat with the comments and stuff. And people have told me tough shit. He's out of the price bracket. But you're not going to move anywhere as a club if you don't pay these fees. We paid nine million for Edward. We paid nine million for Edward, and we thought it was the best thing in the world, right? He was a great player, hundred percent. And then since that, it's from one, two, three, four, six, not, yeah, on two occasions at CCV. Wait, but and can, general, I, can I just percent. But we, we, we're a big club. We're a big club who rake in massive amounts of money from other revenues rather than the SPFL. But yet, we don't speculate 
to accumulate, improve the squad, and we'll piss them all next season when we don't do well in European football, and we'll say it's a process, but we've had the chance to do it in the summer, and we've signed again one to two, three, four, five, six million pound players. It's just annoying. Right, well, I'll push back. You've, you've used Edward as an example there, right, and said we paid nine million for him, right? We did pay nine million for him, and it worked out, but we paid nine million for him off the back of a decent loan spell. You want us to pay over, I, I don't know, was it three million the bid was for this Korean guy? Well, three million plus a sell You're saying pay, pay over the odds, pay what he's You've not even seen him playing. How do you know mm. what he's worth? Well, he, he might not be as good as you think. You're only, you've seen him playing maybe one game in the World Cup and he done well, he done all right. But I'm not absolutely desperate to get this guy. I would much rather keep Jack and Marcus because it's better the devil you know, in my opinion. But yeah. if he goes and Ange feels he's the right man, Ange and Celtic will offer what they think he's worth. And exactly. I know in the past where we have low-balled and lost out in players, we've just been a wee bit tight. But I don't think... I don't think this is the way Nicholson and Ange work. Well, that's it, aye. Plain and simple. But I don't think it's how Nicholson and Ange work. Okay, I get the worry is Law's back in the door. Is he having input or whatever? But that, that's You're telling me I haven't seen him play, but we paid 4.5 for Kyogo. Aye, Exactly. So they aye, thought he was good enough to pay four and a half. They don't think aye, Joe's good enough that, to pay four and a half. That, that's what they believed he was worth. And Ange, Ange had seen him play. Ange watched him play a full season in the J League. We also paid Come five on, million, five, six million for that fucking donkey for West Ham. Ange posted that he oh, was well, a yeah, Japanese they, player. They Everybody's like, five, everybody will say, everybody will say, oh, Ange knows the Japanese market. These are great. He knows all these players. And then suddenly Monty's in there saying, we'd never see. Ange had seen him playing a full season. He knew him inside out. And if Ange thought he was as good as Kyogo, he'd have paid five million. He'd say, pay five million for the boy. And that's why we've not yeah. done it. Look, this is... The, it's the hard thing, right? We're operating... We all know different markets, right? That's fair enough. The whole... the whole. This isn't just regards about the Joe situation. John's come in here saying we're linked with that Norwegian fellow. John, he's wait about a figure. I mean, I think, I think about uh, two yeah. years too late in that one. But... Uh, <laughs> He went for nine million. We're not paying nine million pounds now for a backup striker to Kyogo. What what I'm saying is, Cho, <coughs> that's fair enough. There is plenty of people who said he's excellent. He's like uh, human human son who plays for Tottenham all that type of. That's grand, right? If he goes to mines, I'm not pissed off about that. What I'm pissed off about is just the striker department in general. Because if GG goes effectively, we're left with Joey Dawson, who's the, the Celtic B team striker. Meda Nevada can fill in that position. I, I know that I've said that myself. But Celtic will no is... sell Jackamacus without if they sell Jackamacus, they'll bring somebody else in. I hundred percent believe that. Do you think they're holding on to them until they find that replacement? Is that what you think's happening right now? No Quite possibly until somebody else is in. No way. Quite possibly. Well, I mean the the rumour's been dragging on for a few weeks now. And Celtic haven't got MD in. So it could be that they're waiting till they get so they might be waiting to get the actual man in, in the in the building, or it's agreed, and then you go right. You can go now. They're not going to let Jack and Marcus leave the club without because we're like you say we're left with Kyogo and Joey Dawson. Okay, Maeda and 
Abada can come in and play through the middle. But Ange has... Fucking hell. Ange is no... What? No, what? no, no Nasbitt, man. No, no. Ange has no work like that <laughs> if he came in the door. He, he hasn't worked like that if he came in the door. Like, he's he's building a squad. We've said it for the last 18 months. He's, he's trying to get two players for every position. He's mm-hmm. not going to let Giacomacchus leave the club and not have anything in place. It's just not going to happen, in my opinion. Well, I hope not. But I, I, as I said, I was speaking in a hypothetical sense in that situation. Do, do you know what I mean in terms of what could happen? Just to go back to the comments here, I've been getting a bit of grief. That's fair enough. Um, Antonio's said, we only spent six billion CV and Jada because we knew exactly what we were getting. Tried improving. Anyone coming in is a risk. We don't have the massive EPL money, TV money to fall on if we pay top dollars for a dud. Brown Warrior, Dawson is nowhere near polished enough to replace TG. He's very raw. Plunge McNugget. That's a cracking name, by the way. I don't <laughs> think we'll sign so. It doesn't look like we are. Charles Smith, 30 million sitting doing nothing, and there will be more this summer coming in. Egyptian King, bring Musa home. Wow. 100%. Mark oh, Nugent, the, the bit that hacks me off is the Sunderland and Southampton effect. Pish cast for them. Great cast. A season later, do uh, Pharma. Then farm to be a big club, yeah, hundred percent. If Gigi goes, we'll replace him. Alistair, Jed, Thomas, Musa would be an outstanding signer. It's just one of them things, isn't it? I mean, we all get hot and heavy with the transfer window. It's nice thing. I just like to know that we're kind of looking to the future and looking to what could happen because you have to have succession plans. We all know that, and hundred percent get what you're saying. Gigi hasn't left yet. Maybe I'm jumping the gun here about who we should bring in and what money we suspend. And again. Has done fantastic work in the Japanese market and Hatate that has 1.5 billion quid for probably up there with McGregor, the best midfield player in Scotland. So, again, excellent bits of business. I just wanted sometimes to push the boat out for that extra bit of quality. To take there's still, a, full, there's still half a window to go, mate. We should yeah. be in this conversation on the, the 1st of February, no, the now. If, right. if GD goes and there's, and there's nobody else came in, then maybe you'll have an argument, but right now, there's it's not going to happen. Yeah. No, that's that's fair enough, and we'll kind of we'll we'll leave the transfer chat to one side. We'll move on to a transfer that's already taken <laughs> place. This just breaking news. Breaking news. For Manchester United, <coughs> Merle Watson. I want to see Celtic spend some real money. Yeah, Merle. That's always trying to get across a there. Maybe a bit more expressive than I want to do, but I've done it. Don't want me just fucking spunk money <coughs> for no reason, though, either. We did, that, we, did that, like, we did that in Lennon's last season, and everybody fucking, uh, a year later, were like, what a fucking disgraceful transfer window that was. Spent uh, a fortune. Yeah. Julian it's, for it's, 7 it's, million. Uh, what yeah. was the boy? A Yeti, 6 million. Barkas, 5 million. Aye, let's just spunk all the money up the wall. No. Absolute done. It's not always about the, the price tag. It's about the, the, the play. And Angie's pro- proven that. And exactly. he's full tenure. Yeah. The guy, the guys he's brought in, he knows. I'm not saying he knows or doesn't know that's Cho guy, but the guy, most of the guys he's brought in, he knows, and most of the guys that he knows have worked. Yeah, Stephen, you are worrying about night. That yeah, could be Alistair. <laughs> Brian Moyer, Kugo has proved fuck all in the Champions League. Yeah, again, that may change next season. Right. None of them have. That. As a collective, we were we were below par in that Champions League group. But I want to talk about a transfer, Willie, that's already taken place, and that's Iwata has come in as a number six. And I love Cal McGregor's interview about this. I, I took a wee snippet from it. Oh, it was brilliant. Basically, 
laying down the challenge to take his place. Like, what a captain. What a, like, he's not even worried. He wants him to take his place, wants him to b- produce the goods then or move him up a position <coughs> or take his actual place. And I think that's just top quality work from Captain Calvick, isn't it? Aye, well, that's it. That's what you come into a club to do, and that's what Ange wants. He wants... This is... I, I always harp on about the fact that that uh, last season with Lennon, that was what was lacking, and that's why we struggled, is because Edward and Christie's and they're turning up every week knowing they're getting a game. doesn't matter how bad or how good mm-hmm. they play. This team... They can't rest on the laurels. If you hear a bad half an hour, an hour in a game, you're out next week. A bad as bad as scores goals for fun and then has a, an average sixty minutes and then Flores unless is you're in. <laughs> unless you're Kyogo, unless you're Kyogo. So, aye, this is what we want. Again, I, I know he, he can play along the back line and all the rest of it as well. <laughs> I think that's top quality, Russell. Yep. That's a that's a good one. That's um, all about me. I think <laughs> Carmack's on. He you can't drop Carmack <laughs> ever. So I reckon when this guy's playing, Carmack will be pushed further forward. He'll play the ten. Who, who loses out there? Uh, I don't think it's. I don't think he'll be coming in the first. He'll be coming in the first eleven. I think he'll he'll be coming in here and there. Yeah, um, but when he starts, who misses with. out for McGregor? Well, the the number ten positions kind of up for grabs with Moy and yeah, O'Reilly at the moment. I reckon I'd put him in there. You can't drop Hatati. For me, he's been no. arguably our best player this year, so it would have to be one of the other two. Yeah, I think Antonio's here come to the great points, fella. Um, when Cal Mack was injured, the same wasn't the same. If Iwata could play in the place of Cal Mack with no dropping quality, that's a win. I think that's to be fair, Ross. What uh, well, he was saying. saying that- Saying that O'Reilly came in and played brilliant in a number six when he was. He did. Remember the podcast before the European game? Aye. We were like, he can't play. He, he cannot do the number played. six. And I was, I was adamant to be Hatai. Oh, he was brilliant. Like. And then Egyptian King O'Reilly will be devil benched. I pulled that. Awada, Awada, Awada will be a door. I think that. Like, um, <laughs> by the way, I think that might have. I mean. Everybody's talking about O'Reilly in a dip in form. I don't think he's got a dip in form, to be honest with you. I still think he's been no. fantastic, but... He needs a goal. He's right, just got he the goals, eh? But I think, yeah. maybe possibly putting him in that six for so long and then sticking him back to number 10, it's maybe had a bit of a negative effect on him, to be to be fair. I yeah, still boy. think he's been I still think he's been fantastic, to be honest with you. I still <laughs> think... You, you, everybody forgets. Everybody... I think people focus too much on stats sometimes. I love stats, right? I, I, and I, I'm right into assist goals and all the rest of the XGs and stuff like that. That really interests me. But nobody talks about the defence splitting pass that opened up the defence for somebody on the wing to get the assist. And O'Reilly's yeah. done that three, four, five times in the last three months. But because it's no the assist or it's no the goal, nobody talks about it. But he's the one yeah. that starts it. And it is, without <coughs> his pass... Anybody can come cutting for the right and play a 10-yard cross along the box for somebody to tap it in. But no everybody can see that defence splitting pass in between the full-back and the centre-half that O'Reilly's been doing. And I just think he's been getting a wee bit too much stick for me. I still think he's been fantastic for us. The funny thing is, with O'Reilly, like if you look at the, the wee tables that get produced like on a monthly basis, I can't remember what Pace does on Twitter, but he's still the hast. I think it's a Celtic team, if not the SPFL whole table, for ball progression and ball movements into the final third. So he's made, as you said, he's providing. This is another stat type term, but the secondary assist for the person yep. who makes the assist for the goal, yep. and right. he's still effective. All he needs is a goal. But David Ferguson, I think, nails it here, Ross. 
he needs a rest, and I think Awada can play a pivotal role in that. If you can push McGregor up one, afford to drop O'Reilly onto the bench, then that is a win for everybody. Well, I understand what David's saying there. He, he, I don't know if he needs a rest physically, maybe mentally, but um, I think he's getting that rest at times. He's getting that opportunity because we've got Aaron Moy who's coming in and doing absolutely brilliant and yeah. playing the role. Every bit is good at the moment. Every bit is good as O'Reilly's playing it. I mean, you. I meant to say earlier on when we were talking about. I know we're talking about O'Reilly, but uh, I meant to say earlier on. Uh, Aaron Moyes' pass, the the goal that was disallowed, and I think it was the first half. Jota mm-hmm. was offside. That pass over the top into Jota's path. I know he was offside, but what a ball that was! Mm-hmm. Aaron Moyes has got that in his locker, and he's been outstanding. And O'Reilly, that that's that that pass that while he's talking about, it's not the defence splitting pass. I think Armoy likes that ball over the top that takes defenders out, whereas O'Reilly can play the one through the right. lines better. Mm-hmm. They've both they both bring great attributes to the game, and hopefully, I mean, Moy, what is he? Thirty-two. He's not going right. to be around forever. He's doing no. the business now. He's not going to be around forever. Cal McGregor, what is he? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Twenty-nine. Twenty-eight. Nice. So you look yeah. at it. Maybe get another season out of Moy. I don't know. <laughs> He'll do a job for us, but then you've got a water coming in. And like you've spoke about, a water can then play that Cal McGregor role at times. If we've not got Moy anymore, if he has to go because he's maybe just at that age, you don't know. But then Cal McGregor can move up and give O'Reilly that rest. Cal McGregor can fall back and give a water that rest. Yeah. We've got great options in the middle of that park. And like I've said before, I'd, I've not seen enough of Awata, but I quite, but we've only seen YouTube clips, but I quite believe he could play even where Hatati plays because mm-hmm. he's got that, I said that, he, he, he's got a strike, he's quite similar to Hatati. He's, he, he's got a strike, he can hit for distance. I think although he's coming in as a, a defensive midfielder on paper, I still think that Cal McGregor can play a defensive midfield, but he can also play further forward in that midfield three. Hatate, I believe, could play further forward. I believe he could play in the role that McGregor plays. O'Reilly's proved that he can play the role McGregor plays, and he can play further forward. So they, they can all play their three roles pretty well, some better at other roles than others but if they need to fall back or go forward and do a bit for the team, they can all do it and that that again goes back to Ange's got all these options and it goes back mm-hmm. to the GG argument where he's he's just no he's not <clears> going to let an option like that go without giving himself another option because that is what he's all about, he's all about having two for each position, but he's also got players that can play like two or three positions as well. And it's ironic me talking about that. We all know I said that <laughs> manager. We all know the story. But we know, Ross. It has developed like that and I have to just embrace it now. But not only has he got two options per position, 
he's also got other guys that can play this here and yep. everywhere. Do you know what I mean? And it was proven mm-hmm. the other week. Hitati went into right back. Absolutely seamless. Yeah. Yep. See, see, see on what you said. David Ferguson came in while he was speaking <laughs> and Willie kind of nodded in agreement. I think it was the lad saying, is anyone absolutely astounded by the quality in our squad? I'm totally on board with that. We have a 43-man squad, which is mind-boggling. But McGregor spoke about this, Willie, in the press conference. He was like, you need a big squad now for mm-hmm. um, the, the demands of professional football, the competitions, the amount of games you play every season. Didn't really think about that. Maybe 42 is still big. Cut that down to maybe 35. You're flying and you're laughing there. Like, but one player, Ross, that I mentioned, correct me if I'm wrong here. Alistair Jack says, basically, where does all that leave Turnbull? Oh, shit. Because you didn't mention him, Ross. And you, no. I know, you, I know it was by mistake, right? It probably, in hindsight, you would probably go back and say his name now because you know. But where does that leave Turnbull? Because I think that's a valid point. He mentioned Moy, he mentioned O'Reilly, multiple positions, but not Turnbull. He's bang on. <laughs> Sorry, Wally. That's a fair point. I, know, I thought that was fun, Ross. Is that for me? No, it was fun. Yeah, really. Um, don't know. I like Turnbull. <laughs> um, but I also like Moy. I also like Hatati, and I also like O'Reilly. And and uh, like we're, everybody's clamouring. We're just talking about the transfer news. We need to bring bigger and better. But all we're doing is falling over ourselves about the talent that we've got. So how the fuck? Unless we're playing, unless we're starting twenty players. How are we fitting everybody in? Um, no, I, agree. I don't see. I, I, like, see. Hi, I, I, John. That's that. I, that's my point. Um, if we've we, we've got like Ross said, we've got two or three players in every position. I like Turnbull. I reckon if he got a run in the side, which unless you're Carl McGregor or Kyogo, is virtually impossible in this team to get a run, like a proper run, like 90 minutes for 10 games in a trot, it's virtually impossible, unless you're, I'd say maybe, three or four players, unless you are Kyogo, Hatate, Kalmak, CCV, and Joe Hart, five players. Uh, unless you're them, you're, you're no playing every game. Aye. Um, so... <clears throat> I think you need to accept that. I think if Turnbull was playing every game, he'd he'd hear the figures, he'd hear the numbers, um, he'd hear the goals, he'd hear aye, eight, nine goals so far this season, and I, I reckon he would. I reckon he'd hear the numbers. But, I mean, when Hatati's turning it on and Cal Max and droppable, like, what are you meant to do? And Moyes came in and done a job. Turnbull's no... Never thought. Turn, I, well, like, Moy, even when Moy wasn't he, was more of a bit part player and he was only coming on for 20 minutes at a time. <coughs> for me, he's done more than 20 minutes than Turnbull was, has been doing in his 20 minutes at a time. Yeah. So, like, it's again, it's going back to like what you said about Gigi. Just need to get your head down, work hard, hope your opportunity comes and when you do, get your opportunity take it because if you do, Andrew will keep you on the side and he'll, mm-hmm. and, and you'll get your chance. Uh, I wouldn't be, Bless I wouldn't be getting... <laughs> I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be getting shot at him. I, I think he's a, I think he's a good, good player, and I wouldn't be getting rid. Um, but if he did go, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be like crying. In yeah. The corner about it. It's uh, crazy. Similar to and, 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 and in a way, aye, and in a way, <laughs> we're so stacked there. For his sake, if he did go and get football, because you're not in the sport long, and he's a top, top talent. 
And for me being a big fan of the national side, I'd love to see him get game time somewhere. And I, I think he could be a real asset for that national side. So <sighs> I think maybe for his sake, he could, he, he should maybe look yeah. to move on. But I wouldn't like, I, I, I would, I, I wouldn't like to see him go. I think he's a top player. It's, it, it's mad to think that two and a half years ago we were talking about the bright sparks of the Shitney Lennon team being Zorro and Turnbull. He continued that kind of upward trend into Postacoglu's first season and was vital to what we were doing the first six months of that campaign. But, Ross, to come back to you, you want to bring up, um, if I can find it here, just bear with me, Gary Milrose. Uh, David Turnbull is a class player with proper dig, but one paced and plays it too safe too often. He was critical last season. It's a conundrum. And I just find it interesting. Now, I'm not pigeonholing it, but I just find it interesting. You mentioned near enough every other midfield player, but not Turnbull. Is he one like Willie? You wouldn't be sad to see leave the building? Absolutely. And I've said previously that Turnbull has, has, has a lot to give to this squad. And I, I did forget about him, and that's my bad. But he, he, I still believe he does have a lot to give to this squad. Talk about trimming the squad. You look at that man, you could trim the squad, you could lose McCarthy, you could lose Adeguchi. That's two midfielders right away, right? And you could keep... I'm getting an echo because Wally's dead. I guess he's a square with us. Go ahead. Aye, so you could trim the squad, get rid of McCarthy, Adeguchi for talking sake, right? In terms of Celtic, for Celtic, I think it would be beneficial to keep Turnbull and that would be that'd be great for us. But at the minute, he's not getting the game time. And like Wally says, I think he could be great for the national squad. But if he's not getting the games, he's not going to get a game for the national squad. And for Turnbull personally, excuse me, as much as he probably doesn't want to leave Celtic, I think... Aye, it does, it does, to be fair. But that's what I'm saying is, um, he's never going to be a first choice, but he's still got, he's still got something to give to us. But in terms of Turnbull personally, pro- progressing his career, because he's only about 22, 23 maybe, he, needs to, he maybe needs to leave Celtic and go and get game time, and it would benefit the national squad. But, and for a selfish point of view, as a fan, I would like to see him staying. But there's a good chance, not this window, maybe in the summer, mm. that he, you might you might see him leaving the club. Like, similar to when Armstrong left us, I was a massive fan of Armstrong. But we had good players in there as well. And I wasn't absolutely gutted when he went. I was surprised that we let him go, to be honest, Armstrong. And I'll be... I would, I wouldn't be as surprised if Turnbull went because I think we've got far more quality in the middle of that part now than when Armstrong left. Totally agree. I wouldn't let I him go. I wouldn't let him go, but I think he'll he it'll get to a point where he'll maybe think, right, I need to go here. I don't want to leave Celtic. Kenny loves the club like us. He won't want to leave, but for his career, I think it'll probably get to the stage where he might have to. I think yeah. the thing with this, see with this team as well, and with Ange, you're never far away for that. I mean, it was only six months ago everybody was talking about Maeda was the fucking worst player on the planet, and we need to sell him. Look at him now, he's flying again. 
Who's to say in yeah, three or four months yeah. time that, uh, that Turnbull doesn't get a chance, takes it, and then... <coughs> I mean, I get the same, the same way O'Reilly. O'Reilly at the start of last year was the best player we've got. He's, he's keeping Rogic at the team. We're wanting him to play instead of Rogic. New people are clamouring for Moy to start in his place. Three months time Turnbull could be in our number ten scoring goals for fun. And uh, mm-hmm. I would love to see it myself personally. I think he's a top player. Uh, I don't want to see him go, but I can understand if he does. Aye. I mean t- to be fair, like with me and my situation that Bros have to be on me of this one, I would have probably forgot about him. And that's not being harsh. It's just the strength and depth that we have yes. in reality in that position. John that John said an interesting one coming back to me, obviously saying, but we need the same players at ten million plus, right? I'm gonna be honest, right? If you're happy being stale and stagnating at four to six million pound valuation players, that's fine. I always want better. I'm looking for better. But we're, I want we're no stagnating and stale. No, but what I'm saying, no, no. But staying in around that market, that. sometimes you need to you need to move, you need to go with it. You know what I mean? You need to be more ambitious. You also don't need to spend 10, 15 million to to have a good a good player. Well, in Europe you do. There's a big difference in the SPFL mm, I in don't Europe. Think you do. But it's I hard for a it. it's hard for a club like sorry, but it's hard for a club That's like right. Celtic to go ahead and blast that amount of money. And the the, the likelihood is if they are spending that kind of money, it's knowing a player that Ange knows really well. It's on a player that's been scouted by somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I reckon if Ange went out there... Because you're, no, had... you're not going to pay that for a, a guy for the J-League. Aye. I reckon if Ange yeah. went out there and he said, that's the man I want, but he's valued at £10 million, I reckon we would pay it. But it's no, that's not how it's working. And mm-hmm. we've just talked about how... We've just banged on about for 10 minutes for about how good our club... How good... Oh, 100%. How well stacked we are in players. So yeah. why, why would you want to pay £10 million when we've got class players. Just to address one thing, just to address one thing, Paul McFarlane, yes, young keeper, Oluwami, has left to join Cork City on loan for the rest of the season, so wish him all well. Go ahead, Ross. (laughs) I was going to say, say also, um, you're talking about maybe spending £10 on a player that has been scouted, right? But Ange's Always allowed to. We all know it, that he signs the, the man as well as the player, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, this is maybe a bit unfair, but if you're signing a guy for ten million pound, he's maybe he's he getting big, whatever. Believes he's better than what he is. Yeah, that's fair. If you're valued at that, there's people in your ear before that saying you're this, you're that. He maybe changes because people change. And they got a big head, and just he maybe has a conversation with guys. He's maybe had a conversation with people like that, where he could spend that kind of money and Celtic have said it's okay to do it. But if he then has that conversation and think that guy's a bit of a ball, he, he's ten million the new, so he thinks he's he thinks he's a baller already. He that, that guy at ten million's coming into Celtic and going well. I'm ten million new. I went to Celtic, yeah. play here for a season, do well. Maybe leave Celtic for twenty five million and go to Man United because that's that's who I'm or I'm. But that's the accumulation. But, but, but then, but then, it's, but then that takes away the the team spirit and the unity and the the people that want to be at the club. You can bring in a guy for ten million, 
but he's maybe only seen Celtic as a stepping stone. We are no longer stepping stone FC. Ange has got oh. guys that every time we sign a player, it's it's five year deals. I just think he knows that he he's got a a certain demographic of player that he goes for, and it it, it looks like it's the two to four million bracket. He's no. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's got a certain demographic of player. Angie's no a big, huge name manager. I think he knows the type of player he wants, and it doesn't matter if they're four million or ten million. He he knows what they can do. He knows they have to fit his system. So whether they're two million or ten million, it doesn't matter. They have to fit his system. And in his defence, I would say that probably eighty-five percent, maybe, or have came in and fitted his system. Yeah. I don't see care that, if they're ten million, as long as they fit whole, the system. See this hole we need Champions League quality. Go and name me somebody that's Champions League quality that we've got to buy. But no. But this is what a scout network's for, Willie. I can't name you off the top of my mind. Who, we've, got great, who, we've got a great scout network in But if they're already in Champions League quality, they're not going to Celtic. They're going to the Premier right, League. Right. right that, that, I'm, watching, I'm watching Shakhtar right. and I'm like, fucking hell, see that Midrick. What a we have to here. sign. Now he's gone for hundreds of millions. Aye. Aye. Not happening. Not, we're not, we're not, I know. That was, and, and Shakhtar brought him through. So what's Champions you know, League quality? There's not Scottish guys coming through at the level of Mudrick. Do we not think Look, that Hatate? We don't get Champions do League quality. We like make say, them. Do we not think that Hatate and Jota and all that have got the potential to be Champions League quality? Right. Of course they do, right? Aye. Right. My argument. What's I love how, Look, I love all the difference of opinions. The chat's going different. People are saying we need this fan. People are saying we don't need this fan. People tell me why I'm not getting. People tell me to suck it up, and get on with it. That's fine. That is a hundred percent totally fine. I get all that. I'm not arguing with anybody. I'm just coming across <laughs> for, well, I am a bit, right? I'm a bit. I'm just coming across yes. from my point of view that I, I look at it sometimes, right? And for a club that we profess as a massive European club, right? We're world renowned, fans of the world, sixty thousand seater stadium, yeah. unbelievable. But we never seem to speculate the accumulate. Now let me back that up by saying Scotland. No, let me back that up by saying Mark Nugent came in. And Mark, forgive me if I'm wrong, right? You're the one kind of coming at me, that's fair. But you did say something that I was trying to hint at. If the transfer fees we receive cover the big fees, that's fair enough. That's what I'm trying to say. If if this money ball and the grace of Lutz's attitude that Apostle Cody spoke about comes to fruition in two to three years' time, there's no reason why we can't spend 10 to 12, 12 to 15 million pounds a player because it's going to evolve. The Champions League money is going to change, by the way, in the 24-25 season. Mm-hmm. It's all being revamped and apparently more money we don't know but we have to look at it from that perspective too and I love the players Postacolo signing I love the pool that we've brought in I'm not denying that but Ross you said all the time there's always better so this right, is what I'm so, saying so this is think, what I'm trying to say do you, do you there's think, always another alternative and a solution that isn't <laughs> always the 10 million guy sorry well yeah. if you think that Ange, Angie's top target was 10 million we wouldn't be paying it right now no, no. I don't I don't believe that. I think we would. No. I think would we would not be paying. No What gives you that reasoning? I mean we've seen him spend I just six, think, right? I, just, I don't understand eight. your reasoning where it's like we need to like, you should be spending top dollar, right? Because if, if, if he, doesn't it necessarily give you the better player. 
if you're giving me Kyogo for four and a half or a Yeti for six, oh, I'm going to choose Kyogo fucking ten. Difference right. of one and a half million. But the, the, the reason I think million. the reason I agree with Willie and that if his top target was a ten million pound player for talking sake, the reason I agree with him is because he's Andrew's got credit in the bank. Yeah. Every well, no, every player. That's that's not true. But there before, buddy. most Shall of the, most of the players, most of the players that he signed have worked. So he's got credit in the bank. So if he goes to Nicholson and says, "Look at who I brought in," they were two, three, four million pound guys. I know them really well. I know this guy really well. He's not for the J League though. He's for da 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 whatever. He's going to cost us ten million. But I know him inside out, like I know. Kyogo, like I know Hatati. I, I think Nicholson, Nicholson's saying, right, okay, let's do it. But like, if, if you look at it like this, and by the way, I'm not trying to know anybody, I'm enjoying this chat, so let's, let, we're just having a wee chat. If we look at it like this, our record transfer <laughs> fee until Edward, bar the, aye, up until Edward, wasn't it? Was Chris Sutton the six million quid, right? Mm-hmm. Are, are you telling me in 10 years' time, 20, 2033 for example if we haven't broke the 9 million pound bracket that you would be like what the fuck's going on because I, I see had, this as not if no, I had the we've got right now no, I'd much absolutely. rather have a 4.5 million Kyogo than a 9 million Edward right now I'd rather, have paid, week, I'd rather have the 9 million bracket and still be the same club as pay 12 million for Tory Andre Flo and yep. just <laughs> didn't know be, not be the same club I would Whatever much rather say. have a four and a half million Kyogo than a nine million Edward right now. That, that's what day, can happen. Day, twice on a Sunday. Tori Andre Flo is the prime example. Twelve million pound was really good at Chelsea. Done it in Europe. Went to Rangers. Absolute dog shit. And we shit. Twelve we million pound. Doesn't he guarantee? This is the thing. I'm listening to what you're all saying, and I have agreed. Just to be fair, and I don't I have... see that. See this whole Champions League quality, and next level players, and all the rest of that. For me, this squad right now as a Champions League level team. We, we, we've all talked about it, how we were we were great this year. We just didn't have that that in the last third mm-hmm. we just we just we were just lacking a bit. On another day we could have had nine points and qualified for that group in another year. Right. It's all I part think, of the I evolution think, of this squad, yeah, this team. The likes of Hatati, I think Hatati is going to go on and play for like a, a, one of the elite clubs in world football in this moment of time I think in, in two or three years time he can go on and play for anybody he wants I think he's that good so talking about signing Champions League player, quality players watching Shakhtar's midfield for me Hatati is much better than any Shakhtar midfielder oh, look I agree any, any of the Leipzig midfielders he was far better than for me centre midfielders name. they qualified so does that mean their Champions League quality he's not if, if, nah. if I can come back to you right Hatate, we all know, is going to go on the bigger, better things at one point in his yeah. career. We we can all see it. He the transfer fee, if we, if, if we speculate, <laughs> right, if we speculate, say, 20 million, right, as a baseline, Willie, right, okay. mm-hmm. we get that in. Would you not expect a, a good chunk of that to be reinvested to buy a replacement for Hatate? So see the money that you've been receiving over the past few seasons? It has been reinvested. We've spent a lot of money. But see if, see if we sold, just for talking sake, right, see if we sold Hatate for... Twenty million, right? Just for just for talking sake, I just throwing a number out, right? Yeah, a fucking, aye, that's the I best don't point. want Celtic to go and then spend. Aye, I don't want Celtic to go and then spend 
18 million on a replacement. I would rather they go another Hitati in and use the rest of the money to add to other bits of the squad because they could spend 18 million on that Hitati replacement and he, he couldn't be anywhere. He might not be anywhere near as good as Hitati. He might not settle in to the, to the team, to the culture, wherever he's came from. There's loads of variables. I would rather mm-hmm. they spend I don't know, what did we, what did we pay for Hatati? So you go, you go low for a low risk? Is that what rather, like, your type no, of no, attitude no, towards no, it? No, 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 no low risk. Not in a bad way. Not, I'm just I, kinda... No, 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 no. I, I would rather we paid, what did we pay for Hatati? Two million? 1.5, I think. 1.5. So I would rather right. we paid maybe between the 1.5 and 3 million for to replace him and still have money left over to add to different bits of the squad. Excuse me. Still have money left over to add to different bits of the squad, and but replace him with a guy that Ange knows well, and he he'll do the same thing again. It doesn't always work like that, but hopefully you would try and get a guy that he knows well, like he knew um, Hatati, get him in at a, a decent cost while still having money left over to add to the squad again, because. You could spend eighteen million pound to replace Hatati, but you're no elevating the squad. You're just well, you've just replaced Hatati, but you've spent I don't know twelve million more than what he cost. It's yeah. I mean, do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. It's an argument that people could have, as as you said, till you're blue in the face. Do you know what I mean? It's it's one of these things that. Transfer fees obviously look good and pretty on paper. Right? I agree with that. And it looks amazing if you send a player for 10 to 12 million quid. You're like, wow, must be amazing. But on the other hand, like you all said, doesn't guarantee success. But this this is quite interesting. 80, 82 attempts on goal, a four score, really. Mm-hmm. Again, lack of proficiency in front of the goal. And you even said yourself that Kyogo's mm-hmm. not the most clinical. If Gigi started, he'd probably get more. So to kind of round off this, but I want to come to you as both. You can be as in-depth if you want. I like, I'm liking the chat, liking people getting involved. At this stage at the moment, what is success for Celtic in European football next season? We need to qualify for for the knockout stages for me. I think we're more than good enough. We're more than capable. Yeah. This season we showed it. We just didn't have that. that uh, there was Football, you need luck sometimes as well. And we'd had no luck whatsoever. We needed to be more clinical. Uh, I... See, if we went in next season with a squad of players in the Champions League, I would still be confident that we could qualify. Yeah. Very confident. I just think that te- I think the team's magic, and I just think a wee bit of luck, and um, just just more accurate in front of goal, and we're we're, we're qualifying. That first, I've never ever, I can't remember the last time I had a buzz like I did that first half hour against Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. And Calmac can't yeah, say a that was unbelievable. And I was like, and I was like "Holy was... fuck!" See, at that moment, I was like, "We're going to win this whole fucking Champions League." We were fucking electric. <laughs> we were unbelievable, and it's 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 tough to keep that up for ninety minutes. But I remember, we're like John uh, Ross is always talking about it in this podcast, especially how we're evolving. We're still learning under this, um, like th- th- this process and under Ange. We're all going to get better and better. We are getting better and better. We are like this season, it, like. Remember, standards are the standards are so high domestically. People are still greeting about we got beat at St. Man. We're absolutely flying, destroying yeah. every team in our wake. Yeah. 
we might only be scoring two goals. We talked about Kamarnik there. We scored. We won two 0 Could have been seven 0 We're flying. Yeah. The team progressing. The, the the players like Hatati. Like we, we, I keep banging on about Hatati, but the the difference in him and in a year, I, I'm like. Is it Hatati the best midfielder we've had in terms of like outside signings in years? Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Aye. Aye, aye, as good as I can remember. Anyway, aye, definitely. I, I, just the way, just the way we play football now. Uh, next year, I, I like, I, I think we, we should be looking to to qualify through the group stages. I don't see why not. The football we play, the squad we've got, and we're, I'm going to keep adding to that as well. Um, we talk about there's no drop off, and and the way we play, it's, it's difficult to keep that up for ninety minutes. So you do need people to come in. And there's not going to be a drop off, and I think we're getting to that stage with this squad. We just talked about it. We're not even mentioning yeah. Turnbull because our squad's that good. Um, but yeah, I just think it's nothing but positive. Like, and 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 you know what? The, the, it's top quality we've got on the side, and I've built a massive affinity with this squad. And Andrew's done that with the fans. He's brought us all back together again, and the love for the club. If somebody else comes in, I don't. I'm not want anybody else to come in. I don't want my to get dropped. I don't want DJ to go. I don't want Hatati to get dropped. No signings ever. No more signings, please, because I love this team. I love this squad. So just, just leave it at that, please. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now, nah, see to be fair to you, Willie. Like from day one, you were on board with Vance. Like you were always saying, he's like a guy who gives you a big cuddle and tells you everything's going to be okay. And you've always stuck to that narrative. And fair play to you. I mean, like if if you look at it, that. He's all know my opinion on last on that group. I was raging, and I don't really hide my emotions too good. So it comes out in podcasts, and people see me slavering, and it gets brought back up to me in the cases. But I don't mind that. That's just my me. My emotions take the hold of me. But Ross, you look at it as well. I'll ask you the same thing, but I want to throw in another thing. And Willie, I'll come back to you in this one because I spoke about this in the group, and Alistair Jack brought it back up, and you had an opinion on it. And I agreed with you. Is Carter Vickers better than Van Dyke at Celtic. Just their time there, and what is acceptable for you at European level next season? I'll answer the Carter Vickers Van Dyke one first. Me personally, and Van Dyke's t- obviously not out with Celtic, but in his time at Celtic, Carter Vickers is better is better than Van Dyke for me, and I base mm-hmm. that on Van Dyke came in. He played, try to remember the name of the team, I think it was Shakhtar Karagandi, away. And he had an, it was his debut, and he had an absolute nightmare, right? But he was a very good performer for Celtic. But there was games where he's a, he's a better footballer than Carter Vickers, undoubtedly. I mean... The centre half hitting free kicks into the top corner. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Says it all. Tubbins, but yeah. in terms of a defender performing for Celtic, I don't remember watching anybody as assured as Carter Vickers in my mm-hmm. time watching Celtic. As a centre half, I don't remember being as relaxed and as confident watching a guy going up against somebody, running at him, one-on-one, taking the ball off him. Does it all the time. He's never flustered. He, he knocks, he, he's just got a knack. He's just waiting, standing up, waiting for his chance. Show me too much and I'm taking that ball. There you go, I'm away. And he's, he's just so good. I think he's phenomenal. 
Van Dyke has went on to bigger and better things, of course, and he's a, a bit older and he's a bit further in his career. Can CCV go to that level? I'm no sure. I'm no sure, and it's weird saying that because I think he's great performed point, better. It's a great point, there. John. Right. Good point, mate. Ah, I, I agree with that. What yep, age is Gary Vickers? 20, I think he's still in mid 20s, Well, he's, he's obviously a bit older. I don't think it, he's not got the, the ceiling that Van Dyke's reached, but in terms of a Celtic jersey, Carter Vickers, for me, has performed better and more consistently. I don't remember a game where I've went, oh, he had a stinker there, Carter <laughs> Vickers. He's, he's always, he's either been all right, steady, unflustered, or he's been a fucking absolute colossus. That's just. Yep. But in terms of the the Champions League, um, next point. season, I don't I don't think we need to qualify. Uh, well, no, no. I can't say right now that we need to qualify because, or or we should qualify because I don't know who we've got. Nobody knows who we're going to draw. Who are you waving at? My brother. He commented. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I don't know who we've got. I don't know what the group. I don't know what the group is. It could be an absolute death group, and you'd be like, if we get third out of that, we'll do well. It's difficult to say the now, but what I do believe is, like Wally, with the squad of players we've got, I think they proved last season that they are good enough to play at that level. They outplayed teams for large parts of all the games, barring. I think it was I think it was the home game against Shakhtar we didn't play our levels mm-hmm. there was another the away game against Leipzig we didn't play our level or was it the home, I can't mind but it was two games it was both probably them four games. out four, uh? it was both them games <laughs> against Shakhtar four, four out of the six but four out of the six no we, we played to our levels in the Shakhtar away game we just didn't have the finishing touch I think four out of the four out of the six games we we showed that we we belong at that level and we can compete at that level. But it was our first year. If correct me if I'm wrong, maybe Joe Hart, Cal McGregor are the only two that have experienced playing at that level in that tournament. Mm-hmm. There might be somebody else, but there's no many. Forms. And I think it's in it doesn't matter what walk of life you're in. If it's new, excuse me. If it's new to you, it's going to be you're going to find it more difficult than when you've got more experience at it. Celtic, for me, they'll get they'll learn from that experience last season, and they'll get better. I think they'll probably add to the squad in the summer again, which will help. Whether whether it's going to be Champions League experienced players, we don't know. It doesn't have to be. But um, it's, it's a tough one. I think that... I don't... I, I can't say right now we need to qualify. Yeah. We, need to, perf, we need to perform better in front of goal and take our chances. And if we do that, we'll have a more successful time or a more, we'll, we'll certainly have more goals to celebrate, do you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. whether we can get out of the group next season, it's difficult because 
It's such you a hard tournament. You don't know who you're getting. But even, it doesn't matter who you get. It's going to be hard. But I'll go into it. I'll be excited. We're going to be back in it. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think for I'll me. I'll be excited. <coughs> I think for me, like yourself, Ross, and William, you answered it perfectly as well. What, regardless of what teams we get, I've got two scenarios, right? The first one, like Willie said, we'll qualify for that round. Second one is if we get the death group, like, like you said, Ross, if we fall into the Europa League, I expect us to get the, at least the last four of that tournament. At least the last four. Fucking <laughs> hell, man. I, I don't think there's anything really wrong with saying that, to be fair. I don't, I don't know, but... It's, well, it's what happens if we, we go out and Benfica go out and then we get Benfica in the fucking Europa League? We'll have to fucking pump Benfica. Simple. No <laughs> questions asked. We'll have to pump Benfica. I'd say at least the last four, last four is a bit like fucking hell. If you don't get that, you're shite and fuck yous. We need to <laughs> win a knockout tie, Ross. We need to win a knockout tie. Come on. No, we do. Right, absolutely. As well for me next year, I, like and I know we have been bringing we've been bringing players in, but I remember we did the we did the podcast before the window opened, uh, Stephen, and you were like, you asked me where I would strengthen. Yeah, everybody was wanting another striker, and everybody was wanting number six, and everybody was wanting another left back or whatever. And you yeah. asked me, and I said, I would want another, I would want a top top centre half. I think that's the only thing we're lacking, and everybody's going to be pelters. I still mm. believe that. I still believe in this squad. That's fair enough. And bearing in mind, right, I know you can always improve. There's always better out there. But for me, right now, Celtic can't go out and buy a midfielder that's better than Hatati. But yeah. for us, I don't think, I just, I, I, I don't see us buying a player that's better than him. Or I, 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 I totally agree. Yeah. Everybody's, Barb, yeah. Talking, everybody's talking about how the strikers done their score in Champions League. I, 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 fair enough. But they're fucking been frightening domestically, both last year and this year. I think they are, they are good enough. I just think it was one of those things this year in this in this campaign. Um, the wings we've got four or five on both sides that are fantastic for me. I think we've got a pro. I think we've got a really really good left back. I know Taylor's had his, but uh, oh, you think so? Mm, fair enough. Do, right do you know what? Again. By the way, sorry, uh, got sorry, in there, Willie. Do, do you know what? I, I think. You can carry on after this, Willie, but uh-huh. I, I meant to say this before, but I think that Celtic, they performed to their levels, like I said, in four of the games. And I think they, they played their football the way Ange wanted them to play it. But they were up against quality, and at, at times you're going to get caught out, which they did. But I think in front of goal, I don't think the players that we've got in terms of Kyogo, Gigi, I don't think they're not good enough. I think in front of goal, even not just our strikers, other players that had chances, yep. I think they took their chances like they realised, my God, I'm playing the Champions League here. Aye. And they weren't used to it. But yep. they've had that experience. And next season, if they play the way they played, which I quite believe they can, I think they players, or all the players that get their chance, Will have that bit more experience, and they'll know they'll know take the chance. Like, oh my god, I'm in the Champions League. They'll take the chance. Like, I've been in here already. 
I fucked up last year, but I've got it in my head now. I belong here because that's the second time I've been here. Two in a row now. Do you know, you know what I mean? Do you know what something's like? Do you ever when you, you play a game and you like get to a level and you feel that level and you're like, game over. <laughs> but when you go aye. back again, you know how to do it. I think that's literally what the scenario aye. is, though, really. But I. <laughs> I, I, like I was saying, I think in every position, I don't. I, I think we're struggling. Keeper, you know, I, I'm maybe either. I'm still a big Joe Hart fan. Ah, so. We need a keeper. But, we need a keeper. But but for me, I, I think CCV's a top top player. Really, really, yeah. really like him. I just think that other centre half position. I, and I like Starfelt. I really like Jens as well. I really <sighs> do. I just think out of all the positions in the park, if there's anywhere, I think first eleven. I'm talking about no, just like beefing up the squad I just think if there's anywhere in the park it's that left-sided <clears throat> centre-half position if but we were could Kobayashi be the could he be the man? yet to be we seen yet to be seen interesting interesting we uh, dovetail we took today wasn't it? I uh, quite enjoyed it like going down, down that rabbit hole but I mean we'll kind of move on obviously we're playing Camarnock again tomorrow in, in, in the League Cup semi-final Ross and I found it quite interesting. Look, I don't want to get into the politics of it all because obviously we'll be here all night and, and whatever. But McKinnis came out and saying, he was asked about Kyle Lafferty. Yep. Doing, doing star jumps outside his office. Now, this is the guy who was videoed being sectarian. If this was done, I mean, if it was a racist football or whatever, that would not go down well. It seems to be accepted, that, let's be fair, in, in, within Scottish football, that you can do whatever you do. Get well, to be, fair, to be fair, to be fair, they've... They've gave him a lengthy ban and they've fined him mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. It's more than Aye, what we've seen in the I past. Don't. It's been a what yeah. was it like ten ten game or so? It's it's like they've not just let it lie. They've, they've punished them. Oh, I'm not saying I'm not saying Kamari Cal, but the fact that he said he's doing star jumps and buzzing the place, Celtic don't I mean all that shit. Fuck off, go and pander to your own If I was if what? I was as bigoted as him, which I am. <laughs> and I was going to be playing Rangers. I'd be doing star jumps outside the, the office as well. I, I think I don't think it's I think it's just because it's fell on this weekend. If it was, ah, Aberdeen, yeah. I think it would be the same fucking way. But... That was the fucking segue. Anyway, by the way, that was my segue into this fucking bit here, and you <laughs> totally <laughs> shit on it. Sorry, Oxy. <clears throat> but yeah, come with you, Ross. <laughs> we'll do a we we'll do we tail the tape. I mean, Pozzacardo confirmed that Haxabanovic and all's back. So Hamden, big pitch. What what do you expect in the morning? I expect Celtic to do what they always do. Control the game, dominate the ball. Kilmarnock will be dogged, like we've said earlier on. But it's a bigger pitch. Uh, I think I just think Celtic will take no heart, that's the wrong word, but they'll take they're they're confident anyway, but they'll they'll, they'll take confidence. <laughs> Going into that first half, and I think the bigger pitch probably. I feel like I might be wrong, but I feel like Kilmarnock will they will only be as compact because it's a semi final, it's a one off game. Surely you've just got to say, right, let's have a go to an extent. And they're playing a far better team, and they've, they've alluded to the fact their manager and their defender saying that they just Celtic smother you. <laughs> uh, so they will be I think they'll tr- I don't know I think they might try and keep it tight for as long as possible and then come out unlike at Celtic Park where they probably would have played they would have been happy with a draw 
But I think that Celtic yeah. on that big pitch will find spaces, no matter who plays, by the way, they'll find spaces. And I think I think they'll take Kamarnik apart, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, I think the what will play a big part tomorrow, Willie, is the pitch, the pitch size, the dimensions, all that type of stuff. I think we'll get wide, we'll get the balls in. TD's not going to play, so we need someone to be the, the second runner. I think he would have up there. I mean, Jada could be that. Obviously, he scored a goal like that against them last weekend. But you look at it, the big lad last week that started, by the way, I thought was quite good. Kyle Fassell, their new signing, the striker. Aye. Aye. He was quite, quite physical. Aye. So it'll be interesting you to see him to start with that. Aye, ha, ha, no. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if they start with two. Just to go back, <laughs> to, to, go back to, to Ross Mullen here. Big K, laugh at time, should have been fired by from Kamarnik, in my opinion. Celtic will scalp Kamarnik uh, 5-0 to the boys. What do you think what, what he's going to play tomorrow? What's that? Me play how he's going to play? Yeah. What yeah, way is he going to play I, tomorrow? I, I play will destroy them. I think if Lafferty plays, it is, he's, he has a handful. As much as he's a big lanky streak of pish, he's, he's, he's a handful and he's a decent player. So it will be, <coughs> be a different test. But uh, like you said, the big, that big Vassell, I thought he looked decent, but CCB absolutely manhandled him as usual. Um, I think half five kickoff, the crowd's going to be half buzzed. By the time we get there, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the the noise will be electric, uh, and I think we'll just the boys will put on a show. I think we'll absolutely thump them. I can't see anything but us destroying them. Yeah. Uh, like we should have done at the weekend, as much as it was a two 0 game, like we said, could have been four, five, six, seven, uh, and I think it'll be much the same. Um, and I reckon it'll be a comfortable win. Yeah, nah, I think I'm on the same lines. I think about four or five nil. Be us. Like I want to try something different here, right? You done something quite good last week with the the whole lineup prediction that was. I was yeah, it totally boggled my mind. Back, <laughs> it was right. good. It was good crack. <laughs> I right. want to try a, com- a combined eleven. So I'll say my goalkeeper. Ross say right back. You're right back. You say one centre back, and we'll go round till we get to the end. How does right, that sound? Okay. okay. Right. So and that's I'll go for Joe Hart. Oh, I thought you were going to go see Crystal. <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I know you're asking whoever's you're, going to go next, but right see Crystal play in goal because... He's sick, he's, he's ill. He's, he's... Oh, is he? Yeah. Well, I'm talking shit then. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right, so who's next? Right back. Right back, yeah. Right Ross. back, uh, Alistair Johnson. One centre, half of it. I'll go Starfelt, left back, Ross. Bernabeu. CDM. Uh, Cal Mack. I'll go Hatate. Oh, this is a big one. Mm, I'll go... I'll go... Did he Moy. start at the weekend, Moy? He started Moy at the weekend, didn't he? He did, mm-hmm. I. I'll go Moy. Moy. Thank you. I'll go I'll the same team. What am I then? Right wing? Yeah, right wing, yeah. Uh, he's going to stick a bad in there Saturday. Right, left wing I'll do left wing leave a striker to you Ross I'll do left wing I'll go uh, Jada aye well if, he, if he's going to play a bad it'll be Joe aye um, <laughs> striker okay, it's going to be Kyogo <laughs> Kyogo and apparently as well Seagrass isn't injured so fair play if he if, he, if he's not a third he's played every cup game isn't he yeah so, so he that, that sounds snap. more yeah that sounds more my brother comes in six to Celtic, bit optimistic, but we'll talk about that tomorrow. I agree. Um, That's what I think. Score prediction, Willie. What are you going with? Four, four now. Ross, six, six now. 
well, fair enough. I'll go for like I'll, I'll I'll do a nice comfy four 0 win at Hamden. Like as Bertie Old used to say, we were there that much. It was a training ground, so we'll take it. And to everyone who's literally stuck with us for two hours, sixty live at the minute, we appreciate it, and we love all the chat people getting involved with each other, all the debate that it causes. It's fantastic, and as well we say, we community. But Ross and Willie, have you enjoyed this one? Brilliant, mate. So happy to be back talking Celtic after all the World Sick. Cup. Shit like this. It was brilliant tonight. Superb really chat, like. And I love the debate, man. I love we all yeah. disagree. And it's no arguing when we're doing it. We're all just passionate and try to get our points across. Uh, uh, I just love the debate, man. <coughs> I love it when we all disagree. Because I, I think it's, see, when we all agree, it's shit. <laughs> aye. Oh, yes, aye. You're right, aye. But oh, hardly any of us agreed tonight. I know. At no. all. Even like me and Wally. Agree quite often, and even sometimes we didn't. <laughs> 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 but <clears throat> everyone watching, back it's Monday, tough. it's back. It comes back at stages, boys. It comes back. Easy, but everyone. <laughs> <laughs> fun, brilliant show, <laughs> David Ferguson. Great show, regular Ross. Great show, Graham Bell. Brilliant as always. We greatly appreciate all the comments. We'll be back Monday again, hopefully discussing another final for Celtic Football Club. And until then, stay well and keep safe. Hail, hail. Great show. Hey, to our dudes. <laughs>